Hello, and welcome back to the Out of Band Show, episode 27. Woo! My name is Eric, and boys, the people gotta know. How was your Thanksgiving, Bailey? Oh, it was fantastic, Eric. In fact, uh, since we have a smaller one this time, you know, my mom had us do some cooking as like a, as a family. It's a nuclear family, just, mm-hmm. the, just the, the five of us. And of all the things that we thought we were going to eat... The last thing we thought was stuffing. We just kind of oh. threw that in at the end. We just had some random bread around. Yeah. And that was the first thing gone. It was so good. And I hope we get to make some next year. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, it was it was pretty much just like every other Thanksgiving. Uh, my brother insulted me. Um, I had to ignore all those questions about going to shoot shotguns. Good, good. Um, Politics. There was turkey. This year is a little different now that I'm 21. Um Right after things started to get uh, too stressful, I popped open a nice uh, bottle of wine, and I chugged nice. about half of it. And um, the rest of the night was a lot easier to get through. So, um, pro nice. gamer method to anyone out there who needs to cope through stress. Just get drunk. Is this uh, the work. story time for this week? Or <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Raf, how was your Thanksgiving? I mean, Thanksgivings at my house are pretty simple. There's food, I got food, and now I'm here. <laughs> so Did I'd you make a pie? Well. Did I make pie? No, no. My parents ended up buying like a store-bought pumpkin pie, and I was so disappointed because like, ma. <laughs> okay, but what, does it really make a difference? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does, because this was a reduced bakery store-bought pie. Ooh. It was horrible. <laughs> well, I'll tell Eric, you, boys, how is yours? My, my Thanksgiving was great. I got to spend it with some immediate family members, of course, because of COVID. Um, ate food. Uh, was disappointed that the Thursday night football game got canceled because of COVID because some stupid strength and conditioning coach at the Baltimore Ravens decided, oh, let's just not wear a mask around team facilities and got COVID and spread it to everyone. But I'm fine. Everything's okay. And with that, let's move on to the news with a Raf. <laughs> Welcome to the news. This week it's with Nina Roth, and today we're talking about Amazon Sidewalk. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Privacy uh, concerns. Woo! Woo! I uh, I actually had no idea this was a thing until literally just now. But it seems like Amazon's getting a lot of backlash from uh, this cool little feature on the Echo Dot and their other Amazon Alexa feed, uh, devices, and. Uh, the main concern lies with these devices. Well, the, first off, these devices sync with your doorbell, so that whenever you know someone's by the door, they ring the door. Mm-hmm. Your Amazon Alexa will tell you. Um, however, these devices will also borrow your neighbor's Wi-Fi to create a shared network, and that's a problem. And people people don't like that. <laughs> and uh oh. Uh, that that that's where we're at with Amazon Amazon Sidewalk right now. What do you what do you guys think about cool little shared networks with uh? Yeah, Ryan, what do you think about shared networks? Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> so wait, so the feature of this is it, it combines people's Wi-Fi networks. How does it do that? I'm a little confused. 
Um, well, as this article says on MSN.com, uh, mm-hmm. Amazon says Sidewalk MSN. uses Wi-Fi from neighbors to create a shared network that helps devices work better, but have some or have raised some privacy concerns. Uh, I don't how know do how I, it does that. Yeah, how does it get access to those? Because most people's Wi-Fi networks are secured, so like, well, I yeah, but without a password, it couldn't operate. You know, when you set those things up on like with your phone. And mm-hmm. originally, it's like your phone directly Wi-Fi connects to that device to do its thing, yeah. and then it connects it to the home Wi-Fi. Yeah, so it probably uses weird. that technology to connect to each other, um, it, and it probably just help like, with the privacy. Yeah. So what happens is it probably takes the signal from the Wi-Fi network, like of your home, and then mm-hmm. it broadcasts its own Wi-Fi network out. That's basically just extending your Wi-Fi, but with no password, which is a little yay. I feel like people need to be aware that that's happening because that is definitely something I've noticed, and that's a little suspicious. Um, it's cool though from a networking perspective. Creepy, Eric. You're, you're not going to believe this, but I think the downstairs neighbors are stealing our Wi-Fi. No, no way. Don't tell. Yeah. Don't tell Spectrum that. Um, so, <laughs> the one thing that I find quite interesting about this is, you know, it, like. I personally find some privacy concerns with this program, and granted, I don't have any Amazon like Alexas or anything like that. We're we're a Google family in this house, um, but I did hear that this is going to be a default, like like uh, a default feature. Like everyone's going to be opted into this automatically when they buy a new device, Ooh. and then they have to manually opt out. And I'm sure at some point they'll probably get rid of that opt out feature anyway. So the fact is, I mean, whether you like it or not, you're sharing whatever like technically you're opening your entire network up to other people that may not have as peaceful of um thoughts in their minds when accessing it um and i i guess i don't really see the point like why does my wife why does my alexa have to hook up to someone else's alexa what's the benefit of that more range from amazon more range why does that matter i'm talking to the alexa anyway it's already connected to the wi-fi one word, Skynet. It's I don't like that at all. Soon to you. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I just like to appreciate the fact that Amazon controls like delivery of products into its warehouses, like warehousing of products, the sales platform on which those products are sold, the delivery of those products, the doorbell that allows them to get inside of your house. <laughs> as well as the security system that you use to watch them deliver the product inside of your house. Wait, does do Amazon work when Amazon delivers your packages are they do they have something that allows them to get through a ring doorbell? Isn't didn't they make the ring doorbell? Well yeah, but do they have like are you saying that Yeah, wasn't they the whole can... point of that that when people deliver packages they can like open up your door and drop it inside Oh my the door? god, what? Yeah, I that's hate a that. thing. That's a real thing, yeah. No. It's creepy. I can't wait for like Amazon dogs so that they program them to bark when the delivery driver is there. Oh no. Amazon yeah. dogs. Luna just watches you all day. <laughs> she already does good, that. She should get paid for that. <laughs> Broadcast it back to Amazon HQ. And with that, let's, let's switch on over to, uh, I believe it's hot takes with Eric. Luna, why are you holding that knife? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Eric, I like how we said this wasn't going to be an Amazon yeah, episode, and yeah, now we have three, three Amazon three. segments. I am right okay with that. Right when you said this wasn't going to be an Amazon episode, my news, I like, I was reading an Amazon article, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Ryan, do you have an no. Amazon it, story? It is. On the record, I was the first one to suggest this. I will not say that I copied the other two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hot Takes. I am your Hot Take Specialist, Eric. And today... We're continuing with the Amazon episode with a discussion about Amazon's Black Friday. You know, we're recording this on the Sunday after Black Friday, after Thanksgiving. Black Friday has already occurred. We've all digested what has happened. Uh, Araf is trying to get his camera to autofocus, and it's not going well. He should have bought it from Amazon. Um, So... Let's talk about Amazon's Black Friday. You know, a lot of physical retailers tried to scale back this year, had to have less people in the store because of COVID. Um, I know a lot of places were closed on Thanksgiving, which these days is a rarity. Um, I know a lot of places like Best Buy like to open up at like 9 p.m. on Thanksgiving, and they count that as, quote, Black Friday. Um, But Amazon doesn't have to deal with that. They're online. They don't care. Um, And their lack of caring was evident in this year's Black Friday. Um, you know, the, the perception of Amazon that I've seen is that like on, on Prime Day, you know, when they have all the when Prime members get the special deals in like the middle of July or whatever. The big issue with that for me is that they always have just random Chinese stuff, Chinese goods on sale. They're not good. They're cheap. They're terrible. But those are the things they have on sale because that's what they have so much of. Black Friday this year, honestly, no different. I was scouring through the sales and the amount of just junk cheap plastic junk that you would see on wish.com or aliexpress you know it's it's completely taken over the site and all of the good products that you actually want to buy aren't on sale or don't have that great of a sale anyway um they're they have these lightning deals where they're like oh you have like 12 hours to claim this deal or like there's certain amount of uh items that people can buy before it's just gone and goes back to the normal price how are you supposed to do accurate Black Friday shopping when those keep popping up every hour or something like that? And you buy something and then it's like, oh, that thing's on lightning deal. Crap. Like, what do I do now? So now that's a whole thing. Um, they treat their employees horribly. Uh, a lot of their employees were on strike on allegedly. Black Friday. What was that? What was that, Ryan? Uh, allegedly. Uh, no, they treat their employees horribly. That is a fact. Um, allegedly. This, stop it. Ryan, are you an Amazon stockholder? Something <laughs> tells me you're an Amazon stockholder. <laughs> Jesus, man. Like, um, yeah, they 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 treat their warehouse workers not great, not not high enough wages for the amount of unrealistic expectations that they are forced to meet or be fired. Um, their deals, to be perfectly honest, aren't even that good. You get like you may have a couple products that are like half off or something like that, but most of them are just like, oh, here's ten dollars off, here's five dollars off. Go have a nice day, you know. I, I can get better deals literally elsewhere. Um, and then if you actually do find something you want to buy, it's probably sold out because for some reason, especially for electronics and computer components, I know Bailey, uh, I was helping you try to pick out some parts for a new computer and all of the graphics cards were gone as well as all the CPUs. They were just non-existent. I know right now is a very strenuous time for those kind of things. A lot of, a lot of those are out of stock anyway, but even the stuff that wasn't on sale, even the stuff that like older stock that has just been sitting in the warehouse gone or overpriced to like $800. Um, overall, I feel like Amazon really relied on their Chinese distributors to bring in those cheap goods just to pawn off to people. Um, and didn't actually consider all of the other stuff that people would actually want to buy. 
Um, so Amazon's Black Friday was trash, and I don't know how hot of a take that is, but that's my opinion. I got so desperate at one point that I was considering buying an Optiplex. That'll tell you everything you need to know, Eric. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. I, um... Uh, oh. Oh. Jinx, you owe me a soda, but... Hell! Okay. I, uh... Sure, I, uh... Uh, was looking... I, I did quite a bit of black shopping. Black shopping. What? Black oh. Friday shopping. What? No. Black Friday no, shopping. What? Wait, uh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, it's... You, you, only, you only take that out of context if you take it out of context, but... That's gonna become a... Lot of, a that's gonna become a soundbite. No, please. Go put that on the rough. So I was <laughs> name of the episode Black good Shopping. Old Black Friday shopping. And uh, uh there there was this cool I was looking for blenders and like, you know, waffle irons because Of course. As you do. Yeah, as you do, because we, we kinda need like kitchen appliances where, where I live and uh, For your baked pumpkins, yeah. Yep. And uh you know, I, I browse quite a few stores like Target, Colds, JCPenney, Macy's but like you know, I figured I'd glance on Amazon because you know, it's Amazon, and who knows, they might be doing something for Black Friday. Literally, all their blenders were just not on sale, and I was very disappointed. Like they, at like their starting blenders were at fifty dollars, unless if you want to buy like those, like Ninja Bullet sized mm-hmm. like smoothie fruit things. The little, the little tiny ones, yeah. Yeah, the little tiny ones, and I'm not about that life, so. Uh... <laughs> uh unfortunately i didn't i didn't end up buying a blender from amazon because uh i don't know they, they just don't know what a sale is it's really sad yeah i went on to go look at um again like computer parts and stuff because uh, i was also considering building a server computer and uh i knew something was up when i saw all of the new nvidia like cards were just all unavailable and sold Go out on. and i was like Gone. hello like how many people have to be buying these things for all of them to be sold out? Like, well, damn. think about it. Think about it this way, right? So they have the the new RTX three thousand series that just came out. Those are absolutely gone; can't be found anywhere. Mm-hmm. So then you have these people that are like, "Well, I'm gonna buy a PC no matter what, so I'm just going to buy last gen stuff." And the people can't af- that then can't afford the last gen stuff is going to buy the stuff before that. So you have to go back until like. Ryan, your 970 is probably on sale somewhere, still overpriced, but that's all they really have. I looked up 970s and they were sold out too. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Ryan, okay. how old is that graphics card again? It's not that old. You guys need to. 2014, like I want to say. Old. It came out like six years. There's nothing that you can run that I can't. Like. Uh, bet. <laughs> what, what are you playing? Pro, Tony Hawk Pro uh, I can tell you very confidently. I can tell you Raid confidently. Shadow. That the- Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Watch Dogs Legion right now. I don't know how well that would run on your 970. Ray Tracing Minecraft. Eric showed me. It looks really cool. Yeah, Eric's like, I'm going to have the Ray Tracing in Minecraft. Imagine real life, but blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is like the concept of original Minecraft, but that's beside the point. Good hot take. Let's move on to Tech Fails with Bailey. Actually, wait, before before I start, I just want to say... Before I start, oh, we have an advertisement no, from no. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Welcome to another installment of Tech Fails. Today, I want to talk about something that affected us and our viewers this week. As you might be aware, we use the website anchor.fm to upload and host our podcast. Usually, this is pretty awesome. We upload it once, and it gets sent out to all streaming platforms. But this week, 
I went in to check in on our stats, and I got an error message saying that the site refused to connect. And at first I thought it was just my computer having issues, but as it turns out, an entire portion of the internet was down. And who was to blame? None other than Amazon Web Services, or AWS for short. According to a TechCrunch article, this took down major services such as Adobe and Roku. And ironically, even the dashboard where Amazon would post their outages. So obviously, this is a major tech fail with one service taking down part of the internet. But the broader question I want to ask my co-hosts is, how important is uptime for web hosting? Ryan, I'm sure oh, you've got some opinions on boy, this. Boy, is it important. 100%. It's the, the most important consideration I'd say I make when trying to figure out where to host something. Right? If I was not confident that it could do it 100% of the time, then I would find a different person to do it. Uh, Google Cloud, so far, I believe all of my websites have a 100% uptime, at least from Google. I, I personally have crashed a few <laughs> of my own applications. That is on me. I do not blame Google for that. And um, I try to have 100% uptime with the server in my living room, but my internet provider, e.g. my upstairs neighbors, um, occasionally <laughs> have internet outages, uh, which, which impacts me. So yeah, it's something like an AWS outage, huge. It's like a quarter of the internet right there. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be like, like Ryan, if Google Cloud went down, like you have, all, you have a lot of stuff hosted on a Google Cloud right now, what would you even do? Uh, go look at AWS pricing. And what if AWS? <laughs> so so you're just going to keep flip-flopping until whatever. <laughs> that one's working. Well, someone's got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan, like you were just talking about doing your own web hosting mm -hmm. outside of Google Cloud and AWS. What would, you know, what's the trade-off there? You're probably saving some money, but what does the uptime look like there compared to Google Cloud? I mean, I've had relatively, and this is going to, a lot of people are going to be very worried by what I'm about to say next, but I've had a relatively good experience with Spectrum as a customer. Oh, no. Oh, no. <gasps> I really. This episode sponsored by Spectrum. I think in the, in the time I've been a Spectrum customer, I've had one outage and I contacted them and they said that there was a service outage for the entire area and mm -hmm. then it was back up in like 10 minutes. And I was like. I mean, that's to be expected. But other than that, like, my connection's been good. I don't know. My upstairs neighbors, you guys have been having a tough time. My parents had to spend, I think, like, six to eight years trying to convince Spectrum <laughs> to dig a cable in our yard. Once quoted us, like, 13 grand for that. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that, is, that is one of the trade-offs, is that if you're going to host it yourself you got to have a reliable internet connection to wherever it is. And some people, especially in business environments, have very stable connections that are in a service provider. Um, yeah. I remember that outage too. It was like at, it had to be at like midnight or 1 AM and yeah, the, like all of our internet goes down and we're like, well, what the hell? So we call Spectrum and yeah, they, to your point, they fixed it within like 10 minutes. It was all good to go. Um, I think a lot of the problems with, with your slash my internet Ryan is my router while it works is a little bit older and sometimes it just decides not to work for a good amount of time until I restart it a couple times so mm -hmm. it is what it is okay but can we can we talk about specifically the portion where Amazon hosted their own outage dashboard on the service that was going to go down <laughs> I find that very funny <laughs> Did they I not see that, that coming or like that's that's one of the tough things is like how do you make it 
redundant like that and so mm-hmm. it's like how do you put an outage page for your own service like on your imagine service? them putting it on google cloud you almost have to put it uh, on, like its own separate server that's completely disconnected from everything else yeah you know because mm-hmm. they're not going to host it on google cloud they're gonna have to they're gonna do it themselves yeah wouldn't that be something just Warner cloud service. I'm sure Jeff Bezos just like hooked up a laptop in his living room and was like, all right, so this is where the outages page will run from now on. <laughs> I feel like I'm inclined to say something, but like, <laughs> come on, like uptime. It, it's, it's, it's bad when, when it's not a hundred percent, obviously, because, you know, as Ryan said, if something were to go down for, for just like a short period of time, that's bad. And you don't want bad. It is bad. And uh, uh, thank you. In, in this scenario where where Amazon kind of just took a massive L, um, it's a good thing I wasn't awake for that. Uh, I think it was in the middle of the day, but that's okay. Oh, uh, well. So he wasn't awake for it. That's so uh, yeah, I wasn't awake for it. it. I wasn't yeah. awake for it. So uh, uh, you know, bless me. Although I will say, I've had so many issues with Spectrum, like. Because of my wonky sleep schedule, I noticed that they tend to just, like, there, there tends to be a lot of outages from, like, midnight to, like, 7 a.m. For some That's kind of how it works, yeah. I, I don't understand, because I'll, I'll just be sitting here, you know, do, doing my thing, and then, bam, outage out of nowhere. I'm like, oh. Well, that's oh, when nice. they're going to take it down to do maintenance, you know, when there's the least amount of people on it. Uh, Maybe that's part of it? Imagine people sleeping. Yeah couldn't be me Araf, i'm sure you remember the other day when youtube went down for a bit i'm pretty sure you were actually physically crying in a corner um uh no he might have been asleep I... for that too yeah I, I, no, no 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 i was awake i i i, I remember that because i it was right before my work shift and i popped in and uh the leaving qa actually told me uh by the way i don't think this counts as an outage but i think youtube's down <laughs> and uh photos taken seconds before disaster (laughs) (laughs) and with that let's move on to story time with ryan the stories are simple the people are not and today on story time we are talking about a very interesting story related to amazon one which uh, a few of you might be familiar with so Take a young Ryan Werner, for example. All right, he's just chilling, minding his own business. And one day, maybe Christmas, his parents open a gift that contains an Amazon Alexa. Yay! It's this brand new device. The uh, the the Amazon Alexa, what is it, the Echo, I think was the first one that came out. And it's like this Yay. tall tower, and like you set it up, and it like talks to you, and you can make like shopping lists. And it's pretty cool. And it's like a staple of our kitchen for maybe like a couple years because it can play really nice music. It was cool. But alas, I I end up going to college and I disappear from the house for maybe about a year. And when I come back at the end of that year, things get a little interesting. Now, I'm a man who doesn't care about his privacy too much. All right. Like, I'll go ahead and I'll sign up on suspicious websites. I'll put my social security number in places that I definitely shouldn't be putting it. Like, you know, government's watching me. Feel free. Like, I don't have anything to hide. Um, so, like... Didn't, didn't you get audited? 
I, I have also <laughs> once been audited by the government. I, I explicitly don't want to have anything to hide solely for that reason. <laughs> so, like, I don't mind that like, I'm signing all these agreements that I haven't fully read or that, like, you know, corporations are watching me. Because I figure, like, if they're doing it to me, they're probably doing it to millions of other people. And if it was wrong, then, you know, I'll get some sort of monetary compensation in the future. But I go home and I'm bothered because when I walk in, I see the old Amazon Echo that that big tower has been replaced by a Echo Show, which is like a Amazon Alexa that has like a screen on it. And my parents have put it on a little like um, Lazy Susan so they can spin it around um, depending on which room they're in. And they moved the old Amazon uh, Echo into their dining room. And they've made a few other additions. There's now an Echo Show in their TV room. There's an Echo Dot in the side office. There is an, uh, another Echo Show inside of my bedroom. There is a Amazon Echo inside of my parents' bathroom. There is an Amazon uh, Echo Dot inside of their bedroom. There's another Amazon Echo in their basement. Now, and if I'm you're like... wondering why Ryan's house sounds like it's so big, it's because it is. <laughs> and he probably could host another family in there and not know that they're there. <laughs> I was amazed at the vast expansion of Amazon products in my parents' home. Every room has its own Alexa inside of it. And like every single lamp in the house is controlled by the Alexa devices. So when there's, like, an outage of Alexa, like, they can't turn on any of the lights in their house. <laughs> it's amazing how much they use the thing. I One of the cool things that they can do is they can say, like, Alexa, play, like, this radio station on the, like, Anywhere network or group or something. And it plays on every single device in their house. So it's just so, all around the place. All around the place. So, like, if they are playing, like, um, Sexy Back by, like, Timberlake, you know, they can be in the living room. That's the song you thought of? The That's I thought you were about to that. say by Timberland, and I, I was, we were going to have a conversation. Justin Timberland right <laughs> they, there? Yeah. I can go in my bedroom. I can go in the basement. I can go into, like, side closets. And the, the song will be blasting at, at, like, max volume in there. Ryan, now I know where you got your, like, surround sound likes from. I think that's where it came from. And you know what makes things worse? They also own, like, five of those, like, Alexa security camera things. The, uh, what are they called? I don't even remember. But, like, they have them mounted all around their house. And they can, like, you know, have them, like, the, the video feeds, like, broadcast to their different Alexa devices. And then there was an Amazon event that happened a while ago that we talked about on this podcast where Amazon unveiled a brand new device, a flying drone that will fly around your house to make sure that everything is safe and secure. They didn't buy that. And I'm pretty that sure that when I come home for Christmas this year, one of them drones is going to be flying about <laughs> trying to, I don't know, stab people to death or whatever it does. This is an out. It's out of control. My parents need to calm down with the future. All right, too far, too far. And that is now, the story. If this was, if these were Google Homes or Go like Google Assistant devices, would that make any difference for you? Oh yeah, th those are safe for sure. 
<laughs> this episode brought to you by Google. You don't like Amazon? You say that do after Google. we did Google. four straight segments about Amazon. <laughs> hey, about how Amazon was bad. That's, <laughs> that's right. True. That's this true. This is the anti-Amazon podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. I don't like yeah. that one bit. That's I am. A lot. Listen, our my apartment has t- three Google Homes in it. One in my room, one in Bailey's room, one in the living room. That's enough. I don't need any more. And, and even even then it gets annoying because Eric will say, turn on the lights, and my lights will turn on, mm-hmm. as well as the living room lights. Somehow, if I'm in the living room and I say that, Bailey's uh, Google Home goes off more reliably than the one in the living room does, and they're the <laughs> like, exact that he's same. he's like a foot away from. There's no different. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Mine's just smarter. What can I say, Eric? Yeah, okay. Araf, you got any Google Homes in McFarland over there? Uh, well, for some time, I believe Spotify was just giving people Google Homes for yep. free. Yep, I got one for free from them. And uh, I asked for one, and then it never came. So I unfortunately do not own a single smart device. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have to correct that. How much do you want to get started with an Amazon Alexa? Drone. <laughs> drone Ooh. i'm sure ryan's parents can set you up with a whole security system yeah it'll go on their security system and then they'll watch you walk around your apartment uh maybe how, how about no <laughs> <laughs> and with that let's go ahead and move on to the outro Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. We hope to see you again next time, but until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe!